thank you all for joining us on Mission Driven with Monica. I speak with industry leaders and people that are incredibly passionate about their career. They inspire me and I hope they inspire you. Today, we're here with Sam Adams and Mike Goldstein. Sam and I met in London at a Positivity Summit. She helps professionals up their game daily and has a great Instagram followership. I've known Mike since we both lived in New Jersey and he's continued to help so many single individuals find love and grow. Both are rock stars at helping their clients grow. So I thought it'd be a great and fun conversation. Uh, thank you, Mike and Sam, for being here. I really appreciate your time, especially during these times. Um, so, of course, of course. So, first question: Why are you doing what you're doing? What What inspires you? Um, what inspired me to do this, Monica? I don't even know if you know this story. Um, so, I was in my young twenties, and I fell in love with this woman. And I thought I was going to marry her. I was so excited. And then she started cheating on me with one of my very close friends. Um, I was literally crying my eyes out for about three months straight. Like, wouldn't get out of bed. And then finally, I picked up a copy of uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus from uh, John Gray. I'm like, whoa, I don't understand women at all. Um, so then I went on a journey to learn everything I could about dating, relationships, sex, online dating. Um, and fast forward, um, I got a little better at this stuff. Um, I've got seven of my friends uh, married, including one who is a 30-year-old virgin, got him a girlfriend and finally lost his virginity. And then about six years ago, um, using my online dating methodology that was getting um, 83% of folks into relationships. That got me on the Today Show. And then about six years ago, that got me partnering with uh, Match, OkCupid, and eHarmony. And uh, since then, I've been using their data and I told them what I was doing and uh, things have been going well. That's awesome. Yeah, I, love I don't that. think you know that story, Mike. I'm sorry. It, it's fine. It was a while ago. <laughs> Shall I jump in? Please, Sam, yeah. I love your story, Mike, by the way. That's really awesome. Really, really love that. Um, me, well, you know, why do I do what I do? I, I think um, I'm a coach and I'm a speaker, aspiring to be, a, a, you know, I'm not going to lie, world-class, world-known speaker. That, that's, that's the mission. Um, but maybe we'll get to that in a minute. But I, I do want to do because I'm, I just love it. I'm passionate about it. I didn't realise... When I first did my first ever sort of motivational talk like 20 odd years ago and I came off the stage and I was buzzing. I was already helping a group of people, motivating them and mentoring them. But I didn't really get it back then that the, that was the path I should have taken back then. And I took a completely different path and it was just always there inside of me. Um, and then I got involved in property, which I've been involved in for 20 years. Um, but what I found out I loved with that was helping people grow their business, build a business. But I loved all the personal development side of it, the, the kind of life coaching side, because for me, you know, everything that goes on in your life, if you want to grow a business, you've got to work on you, you know, develop yourself in order to develop your business. And that was, it just, I just love helping and helping people fix stuff. Um, and I'm just, I've been doing it for years and doing it for free. Um, and then I think just like a couple of years ago, I was just like, come on, this is what you really, really want to be doing. 
um, it's time to, you know, time's running out, right? Time, the clock is always ticking. Um, it's time to just step up and, and own it and, uh, you know, put myself out there and do what I'm really passionate about. Um, so, you know, it, I think it's been there for like 20 years, but it's really only been the last two years, maybe even 18 months that I've gone, no, I need to do this. I need to properly do this. So it's interesting you're saying you've been doing this for 20 years, Sam, because I don't think you're a day older 25. <laughs> Thank you. You're I'm a very talented <laughs> child. I'm 53, um, uh, yeah. for the record. <laughs> but I feel about 25 in my heart. But yeah, I've got a lot of energy, probably yeah. too much for most people. Yeah, well, I mean, it's you got to vibe with your tribe. Exactly. I'll, you know, exactly. You, you attract who you are and what you are. Your attitude and your vibe is, is contagious. So yeah. just show up, be you, put it out there and you'll get it back. Yeah. Mike, that's probably true of the dating world, right? Where you're always attracting what you put out. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Um, you know, I don't focus on this necessarily, but um, women are, exa are getting exactly what they kind of how they feel about themselves. I just did a video on this on my YouTube channel. Um, the man you get is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Mm. Um, so until a woman loves herself, it, you know, it's impossible for a man to love her. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about heterosexual relationships. Right. But it's very hard for people. Sorry, I'm jumping nope, in. No, no. I think when people first go into a relationship, Mike, we all pretend to be someone we're really not. <laughs> The good, you know, we show up doing it on our best behavior. Um, and then we have this kind of pretense kind of go going on, don't you think? So we're already in a, we're in the bad zone already, really, from the get-go. Yeah, I mean, part of what I do is trying to fight against that. Because, you know, what I see, what we've seen in science is um, when we ask both men and women what they find the most attractive quality in the opposite sex, they consistently say confidence as the highest thing. And then confidence is kind of synonymous with authenticity. authenticity. Mm. So, you know, I'm working with folks to get them to be authentic from the, right. the moment they start dating. Because quite frankly, to your point, like you don't want to waste time with coaching, right? We don't want to waste time with dating. No. So if you're authentic from date one, you, the people that, you know, are part of your tribe are going to come running. And the people that aren't are going to run away. Yeah. And that's what we want to accomplish. The folks that you're meant to be with come towards you. Folks that aren't go goodbye. Yeah. And uh, we make the dating process more efficient, assuming you're trying to, uh, to find the one for yourself. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, just sorry, quickly, just Monica, one thing, because as you can see from my sweatshirt, probably it's my, it says it starts with you. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that. that that's kind of like my tagline. Um, and a big part of what I do is help people be themselves, be truly authentic, because most people come to me because they're not happy with their life. They're not happy with their business or, you know, what's going on in their world. And generally it's because they're not being who they really are. They're not being authentic. So they're getting all of the wrong things into their life. So kind of like a similar thing really to, you know, obviously what you're talking about. It's about being authentic. And then generally you will get what you should get <laughs> rather than what you're getting, which you don't like. Right. So I like that, that theme of authenticity. We always say that even in marketing, people buy from companies that are being authentic. Mm. So 
it would obviously translate into you will find a partner that is authentically themselves when you are authentically yourself, whatever that looks like. And now translating that back into the professional world, when you're doing what you're meant to be doing in a way that it should be done, now you're growing yourself, you're growing your business and attracting the type of clients that you want to work with. So just attracting the right people, I guess, starts with some level of authenticity, if not 100%. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. My takeaway. Um, hmm. So your personal development for, for both of you, you know, fair question. How do you develop yourself and grow yourself authentically or in any other way professionally? Am I going first? Ladies first again? <laughs> Come on. Right. You're the lady now. <laughs> oh, this is great. I coach mostly women uh, at this point, so I'll be, I'll be a lady. Okay. okay. Um, well, Monica, the way I work on myself is by falling a lot and then getting myself back up. I make the reason I'm so qualified to coach dating is I've made so many freaking mistakes you could not imagine. And I'm like, wait, what did I do wrong there? And I learn. Um, but yeah, I've probably failed thousands, if not millions of times in dating. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they can be small mistakes or big ones, but uh, a lot of small ones. Anyway, um, in terms of what I like to read, I love reading uh, John Gray. Um, the five love languages, attachment styles. In terms of experts, I love like Helena Hart. Um, who else? Uh, Evan Mark Katz, um, Allison Armstrong, uh, Carol Allen, and uh, the list kind of goes on. Ariel Ford, Marnie Batista. So I'm constantly uh, watching their material, listening to it, reading it, whatever form it comes in, and uh, always trying to to learn more. And then working with the analytics teams at, um, you know, like at an eHarmony or Match or OkCupid just to know what the data is telling us on how to do online dating. Uh, so kind of nerd out on on some stats. And oh, I love data. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. All right. So that's how you're developing is by reading and, and analyzing, essentially, and reflecting. Yes. Absolutely. Reflection is a great tool. It's so simple, but it's so effective. It's, uh, it's certainly a tool that um, I've underutilized in the past, but I definitely use it a lot more. Um, I use it by journaling and stuff. So I journal twice a day, like in the morning, in the evening. I used to think all of that was a little bit woo-woo for me, but, but actually works. <laughs> so, no, so I do it. You can see probably what I do. Yeah. Books. Yeah. I read a lot. Um, all different kinds of stuff really um but what am i reading right now i'm reading about emotional agility right now um which i can't think who the uh author is but i read all kinds of stuff but it's mainly about emotions psychology uh i read a little bit of brenny brown uh lisa nichols i love the motivational stuff so i love the les brown lisa nickel type stuff yeah um, you know you know i obviously know les so i did a live stream with him in may which was amazing um and i get a lot of inspiration from from people like him um so i'm constantly reading every day i read i listen to podcasts um there's a few people here in the uk that you guys may may not really know but uh, i listen we'll make recommendations if you have them well there's a lady called joe howarth she runs a thing called the happiness club yeah um 
So she's a friend of mine, but I love her stuff. Um, um, she's a trained hypnotherapist and I, I love watching her stuff and listening to, to her stuff. At the moment, kind of like, I'm, what am I listening to? Audible. Uh, I, li I listen, I'm currently listening to Lisa Nichols actually on, on Audible, but I'm reading Brené Brown and I'm reading this emotional agility stuff. So anybody recommends like a personal development book to me, I, I get it. There's like a, it's about, I think there's five, six books there, that little bit in the middle. That's like the six books that are next on my list to read. Um, so I just, I like to read about the science of happiness. There's a podcast called The Happiness Lab. I don't know if you've yeah. ever heard of it. Have you heard of it? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's by Laurie Sanchez, I think, I think her surname is. She's at Yale University. She's a professor at Yale. Um, and she's done loads of stuff around happiness and the science of happiness. And I love that. that I really get excited about stuff like that. Um, How can you not get excited about happiness? Because everyone wants to be happy, right? And that's why I do what I do. And like people come to me, it's like, how do I be happy? It's like, be you. That's how you be happy. If you want to truly be happy, this is just my personal opinion, by the way, but you're never going to be truly happy if you, you're not authentically yourself. Because mm -hmm. you're pretending and it's hard work and you'll attract the wrong things into your life. Um, anyway, I've gone off on a tangent, but <laughs> no, no, it, that ties back into the reflection, right? You have to personally reflect to grow for yourself and for your clients. Absolutely, um, constantly. Um, for me, you know, you know, I, we all, we, you know, people like us, we always end up doing what we need. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Mike, you were like, well, you know, I'm crap at this <laughs> dating business. I need to sort this out, and now you teach it and you help people solve their issues with it it's like me i want to be happy i want to be me and i want to be okay being me um and so i work on myself with that every day and now i help other people do the same thing yeah and then it helps business and you know right so. lead by example yeah but yeah if you don't like the reflection in the mirror in the morning maybe it's time to change that absolutely you know it's i i always say if you can go to bed at night put your head on the pillow and tell yourself you love yourself and, and, and feel good about that and what you've done for the day. That's a great place to be. Yeah, you have to answer to yourself. Exactly. Um, so I know you just said your head goes on your pillow at night, but I'm curious to learn about both of your morning routines, if there is one. Yeah, I love routines. <laughs> uh, Mike, what's, what's your good morning routine? Um, sh should I give you the routine that people should do to be good in the morning or tell you the truth of what my real morning routine is? Be authentic, Mike. All right, I'll be authentic. Um, yeah. Monica, I hate the morning. I am like a grumpy three-year-old when I wake up. And um, it takes me a good like hour to realize that I'm actually part of society most days. <laughs> um, so I wake up. And I go on my phone and honestly probably check my YouTube to see how that's doing and then check some emails. Nice. And, uh, some data. I'm feeling awake an hour later. That's when life starts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, don't do what I do. <laughs> it's not a good routine. Okay. We are polar opposite. <laughs> Sam, what's your routine? Well, I'm completely opposite to Mike. Um, I'm an early bird. I get up early. 
and, and I and I kind of teach her stuff as well about routines. One of my all-time favorite books, by the way, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. You need to get that book, Mike. <laughs> or uh, The Morning Miracle uh, by Hal El Elrod. That's another really good book. But I'm massively um, into habit stacking and routines. And my morning routine is, I have this thing, because I run a thing called a, a Mojo Challenge. So it helps people get their spark back and, and, and uh, you know, because we get lost in the midst of life, don't we? We get dulled down, the shine diminishes and it's all designed to help people lift their mojo and get out there. So I have this thing called the Mojo Hour. So um, I have a membership called the Real Life Club and in that Real Life Club, we have a Mojo Hour that we have to plan out throughout the week and that first part of our day is designed for us. Because for me, like if you wake up feeling two out of 10, and you're like oh my god I feel terrible yeah. you get up you stub your toe you think right oh my god I'm gonna have a crap day this day is gonna be awful yeah it is because you just decided it's gonna be crap so you can live in that two out of ten for the rest of the day and, and get through your day and can't wait to get to your bed at the end of the night or you can do what I do <laughs> and lots of other people do and have that first part of the day that mojo hour as I call it to lift whatever, however you're feeling. If it's a two out of 10, try and get yourself to a five out of 10. If it's a six out of 10, try and get yourself to eight out of 10. Because to me, that's how you maximize life. That's how you make the most out of every day um, and, and be your best for that day. So I, I, uh, I wake up about five, 5.30, it depends. Um, I, I, have a th I have an immediate thoughts about, you know, what I'm grateful for, which is obviously that I'm awake, <laughs> one of them. Another um, day. Another day, yes. Um, so I have a few thoughts about gratitude. Then I always drink this, like I've got this obviously 700 mils of water. Um, we're all de dehydrated when we wake up. So that brain fogginess we get and grogginess, that's because of all the toxins that have been released in our body overnight. So I'm flushing all of that away to get rid of the grogginess and everything. So I start drinking water straight away. Uh, I write in my journal. So any thoughts I have, sometimes I just write my journal. I can't be bothered to write my journal. <laughs> As long as I've written one line, I'm good. 99% yeah. of the time, I write a couple of pages, but some days it's just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so that's what gets written. Um, I'll read. Um, I always read a couple of pages of my book. Uh, and then I always do some kind of exercise. Um, exercise is massively um, super important to me. It's scientifically proven to lift your mood. Mm -hmm. and obviously releases all kinds of juicy hormones like serotonin, dopamine, which all help with happiness levels, yeah. energy levels, mood, focus, motivation, all of that good sit, good stuff. So if you can get that, for me anyway, you get that first part of the day right, then you can rock up in the world as best you can be on that day. Um, yep. That's my morning routine. <laughs> yeah. Mike, do you, you have a workout regimen, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. What does that include? How, do, how does that, you know, fit into your day and, and how do you feel about it and how do you recommend it to your clients? Well, it certainly doesn't happen in the morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I do it, uh, I usually work out around like 1 or 2 p.m. I find it a nice break, um, kind of, you know, our brain has been doing a million things, especially with these silly phones. We're kind of checking them constantly. So I kind of need a break. Um, so some folks meditate. Um, I find that my brain can turn off while I work out. Um, so usually I'm, well now, right now during coronavirus, so I picked up running, which I used to hate running. Now I kind of like it. And I may even say love it, oh. which is weird. Um, 
so I've been running and I usually run about three and a half miles and then maybe do some stretching. Um, I mix in yoga at least once a week, uh, which is, I think one of the most valuable things I do because it just kind of opens me up and opens hips up. If your hips are happy, you are happy. I think someone said, um, so I've been doing that stretching is, is so valuable. And I think it kind of keeps us able to move. Um, and then I'll lift a few times a week. Um, so lift, run, yoga, and then maybe mix in a high intensity course, uh, either virtually or in person. Yeah. And I work out at least six days a week, if not seven. And then um, in the morning or at night, I'll usually go on a like two mile walk just to get the body doing something. And then the rest is sitting right here, making work happen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Same right here. Sam, is that your work spot too? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it is these days anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well your all of your routines and habits seem to serve you well, and obviously you serve your clients well because it because of it. Mm. Um. So I guess my my last question here to bury the lead is, you know, what what is your mission? Sam, what is your mission? My mission. That's a, I was talking about this at lunch today with somebody. We talk about mission and legacy and things like that. Uh, I had a, a business lunch, and um, I guess you know, it's a big word. It's a big thing for me. You know, my mission is, and like many many other people, is just to impact as many lives as possible um, to help people. I don't know, live a happy daily life. Like I always have a big picture, but today is the only thing you have. You don't have, all the yesterdays are gone. You never, you can't relive them. Go look at the date. This date will never happen again. Today is the most important day of your life. And, I, and I'm on a mission to get people to recognize that um, so that they live authentically, that they be themselves, you know, live it, not necessarily lives in the moment because you always have to have the longer picture, but Today is today, let's make the most of today. And the best way you can do that is by being yourself. So my mission is to get a lot of people to take responsibility with it starts with you. When you do that, that is freeing, that puts you in control, it puts you in the driving seat of life rather than blaming and complaining about the, the government, the society, she, he did this to me. Just take responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, your actions and your behavior. That's my mission to get more people to, to get that, my message. I guess legacy kind of like I want to just touch on is that I didn't really get the whole legacy thing, but now I'm kind of like my legacy to, well, I want my legacy to be that the, the stuff that I help people with and inspire people with carries on when I'm gone. So that like, you know, I, I'm fortunate. I get a few messages from people every day going, Oh my God, you, you changed my life. I did this because of you or that. That's what my legacy will be. That stuff that carries on and they will pass that on to other people. So I will live on when I'm gone through that. And that's kind of like a bit of a legacy. I really, does that make sense? Yeah. You'll, you'll be remembered for how you made people feel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very well put. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, there's worse things, right? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. So Mike, what is your mission? Yeah. Um, I looked at the divorce rate, Monica, and it just drove me nuts. I'm like, why is over 50% of people in their first marriage getting divorced? And then in their second, third marriage, it's over 70%. Wow. Those numbers are freaking awful. Yeah. 
And it's because we're kind of new to this whole dating for love thing, right? Over a hundred years ago, we got married for financial reasons. So we're only, I don't know, 50, 60 years into dating for, for love. And so we suck at it. We don't understand the opposite sex. Sometimes we don't even understand ourselves fully. Um, so I really want to fix that as best I can. Um, so far, uh, in terms of legacy, at the moment that we're filming this, uh, I've gotten 13 people married. Um, because of that, 14 children have come into the world. We've had zero divorces. Wow. Um, so that's my start. And I don't know what my end point is, but I know it drives me nuts that folks are getting divorced. So what I really want to focus on, which I think is the number one problem, is we don't know how to pick people. We suck at picking. Uh, we use our eyes. We use chemistry. We don't use compatibility. We don't think long-term on can they actually exist as our partner for the next 50 years. So one is picking right. And then once we get the picking right, I want to teach us how um how we work how they work so how men work how women work how we can co-mingle how we can communicate more effectively um and how we can deal with stress better because we know that stress is what causes arguments and then stress is what causes us to move apart so if we're dealing with stress correctly we're picking the right partner you know i want to make people happy and i'm you know sometimes divorce is necessary you know if you get it wrong you get it wrong but I want people to get it right. And so that's um, my mission is I want people getting it right and being happy with themselves and happy within their relationship. And, and that's the order it should happen, right? When people are happy with themselves first, they can be happy in what they're doing. Yeah. And who they're with. Correct. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for this conversation. I've learned a lot and I've obviously met both of you tons of times before. Um, but thank you both. I will include your information in the um, comment section of YouTube and all the podcast streaming channels. Um, thank you. Have a great day. Monica, it's been really interesting. I've really enjoyed it. Just a reminder that all the thoughts, opinions, and expressions are exclusive to the person and not representative of any company, brand, or organization. 